welcome to the Inspirational Australians podcast, where we chat to people making a difference in their communities and in the lives of others. And here is your host for today, Jeff Griffin. Welcome to the Inspirational Australians podcast, stories of inspiring achievements and community contribution. Every week, we will celebrate an award program category winner or finalist. We hope you'll be inspired and encouraged to know that Australia is in good hands. Together with our corporate partners and not-for-profit partners, Awards Australia showcase ordinary people from right across Australia doing extraordinary things. If you enjoy hearing the stories of our inspirational Australians, please subscribe, rate us and review us. We'd really appreciate it. I'm delighted to be chatting with this week's podcast guest, Ash Watt from Why Leave Town or YLT, otherwise known as, and in recognition of the significant contribution the organisation has made to their local community in Narrabri and now across Australia, YLT won the 2021 Prime Super Business Innovation Award, a part of the Community Achievement Awards. This is a really fabulous story that we can all gain some great ideas and insights from. Ash, welcome to the podcast, mate. Excellent, Jeff. Jeff, thanks for having me. And I'm always happy to chat shop local to anyone who wants to listen. So, um, yeah, again, thanks for having me on. Brilliant initiative and so important that uh, in these times after COVID, businesses have really struggled that we really focus on shopping local, travelling local, you know, spending our money in Australia and in our local communities where we can. So for firstly, for those that may not know, whereabouts is Narrabri, where it all started for you? How many people live in the town and region? And can you tell us a bit about the Narrabri history before we go on to talk about whale tea? Yeah, sure. No, um, so Narrabri is a, a regional town in New South Wales, um, sort of, five hours, five or six hours from Brisbane, five or six hours from Sydney and five or six hours from the coast. So we're sort of in the middle of nowhere there, but um, uh, a, t- a town of around about 10,000 uh, people and around 20-odd thousand in, in the region, but a, a place which is growing quite a bit over the last couple of years, lots of um, sort of industrial change in the area. Um, so it's a, it's a place which is starting to boom um, quite a bit. Um, but on the most parts, it's a it's a, a small country town, a, a place where myself and uh, my business partner, Justin, both grew up um, and, uh, yeah, born and bred there and, um, you know, started raising families there as well. Um, and so it's, just, it's a nice little part of the world. Fantastic. And how did the idea for YLT come about? Yeah, so we actually started YLT Town more as a um, – it was more from a – an event management point of view. So we'll we'll possibly thinking more from a consumer point of view. It's like why why travel to the city to to get a particular event, or why travel to a particular wine region? It might be we're one of some of our earlier events. Um, we we tried to bring those events to our region and, and, and to to Narrabri in particular. Um, and so that was more that the focus is that we we wanted just people to enjoy where they are, but still be able to experience things that aren't in town. Um, but it's sort of we did that for a couple of years and we did a lot of different events and through that we started actually doing a lot of work with local businesses and we didn't really understand, I guess, the importance of 
of shop local when we first started. So it was more from a consumer point of view. But in dealing with more and more businesses, we saw the really the importance of what these sort of type of events actually the impact it had on local businesses. Um, and that's when we started um, to think, well, actually, how can we do more to generate more regular income for these local businesses as well? Because obviously they're the, the lifeblood of any community. Um, and that's where eventually it evolved into our, our local gift card program, uh, which we became something which we could be helping to inject money back into local businesses all year round outside of the events. And now we, we pretty much don't, we haven't done events for, for a number of years now. And it, it's, it's all just the, the local gift cards, which is our main focus these days. Interesting. So it started with the events to bring people into the town, working with the local businesses and the community. You realised the importance of the value to them. And so you try to, I guess, uh, make it more micro in terms of how you can impact them. So that's pretty pretty awesome. You've turned it into a business. Well, I guess it started as a business with the mm. events. So the main purpose is to uh, support local business, clearly. That's right, yeah. How many businesses benefit from the promotion? I guess, firstly, in Narrabrine, I know you've spread across the country now, and I'll ask you a bit about that in a second, but how many businesses are involved in community groups in uh, in Narrabrine, the region? Yeah, sure. So in Narrabrine, well, eventually back in, the, back in the early days, and I will talk about this a little bit later on in terms of how it evolved, but it started with around 30 businesses, but now we're, we're up to about 120 just in Narrabrine that operate within the, within the program. But that's just within that, obviously, one, one little market. And um, that we're now, the number of businesses that are across Australia is around about 6,000 businesses wow. um, and growing pretty quickly. And that, that's a number that I looked at. Uh, it was possibly three or four months ago as well. So it's possibly increased quite a bit from then um, as well because we, we are pretty much growing on a daily basis now. So it's, it's grown quite big from those initial 30 businesses that we, we started out with. Jeez, that's amazing. And tell me a bit about the gift card idea. How, how did you come across that idea and what's it actually mean and involved? Yeah, sure. So the main thing of the of the idea of the cards is it's, it's very similar. I always liken it to a, say, a Westfields gift card um, where you get a Westfields gift card, you can go into the Westfields um, sort of building and there's lots of different stores there where you can actually use that, that gift card. Um, so we took, I guess, that similar sort of concept and we applied it to an actual particular town. So thinking of uh, Narrabri as, as an example, um, you can purchase a Narrabri gift card and you can only use it in those 120 participating stores in that town in a similar sort of way as some of those, those bigger um, chain um, stores uh, operate their cards. But the whole idea of that is obviously that the money then stays in that local community. And that actually evolved, um, one, from, yeah, talking to businesses, but also we, we noticed we'd, we'd go down to the local post office and there was heaps of different gift cards. There's heaps of different gift cards in the market and have been for some time. We had a whole heap in Narrabri where you could purchase a card, but these stores weren't actually even in the Narrabri region. You had to actually travel several hours to actually access some of these things. So we had lots of people locally buying these gifts for people for Christmas and birthdays and so forth, and then they would actually then go out of town to use them because they couldn't actually access them here. And that's where we thought, well, wouldn't it be great if you could have something which was more locally focused um, and then we can do it more cost-effectively rather than everyone having their individual one. Um, something where you can just buy one card and it, it can basically uh, any type of demographic um, can, can then use it. 
So, yeah, you could pick which type of store you wanted to use it, but you're making sure that money's staying local all the time. Um, and we lock it all down at the moment through just the FBOS terminals um, so we can actually control where those cards are spent and when they can't be spent. So you can't grab a Narrabri card then head off across to Gunnedah and use it, the card there. It has to be spent in those 120 stores. Awesome. How many people would purchase a gift card for Narrabri uh, in, from Sydney? I guess not too many. Yeah, it's normally, um, well, again, uh, there's uh, a couple of different ways, I guess, we operate. And, and when we first started, it was mainly you know, someone in Narrabri, for example, wanting to purchase a birthday gift for, for, for their grandmother or their son or whoever or a friend. They'd purchase that Narrabri gift card and give it to, to them. So most locals giving for locals to, to locals yeah. each time. Um, but we've definitely seen it evolve um, since that, that those early days and, and, and as we started to expand across Australia with the program um, and in particular we see a lot of organisations coming to buy. We have lots of uh, sort of pubs and clubs that use the cards for their local, uh, their weekly raffles. Um, so rather than giving the meat tray, for example, they can give one of the local cards and they can support and they can actually even really good for, for service clubs in particular to show how they support the local community. Um, we have lots of big um, employers uh, but, uh, you know, mines or councils or whatever who would say, well, if we're, we're going to reward our staff, but let's make sure we're rewarding our staff but also having an impact on the, the local community as well. Um, and then we, we really saw a big increase in the usage uh, during the drought period was, was possibly where it really started to take off because we saw the benefit and people saw the benefit of using the cards to uh, for relief and recovery purposes as well. So rather than just give a farmer $100 to try and support them. You could give them one of our gift cards. Um, they would get the benefit. Then they'd actually go spend it in the local stores as well, who were also suffering during that time. So you're really doubling the impact that that relief, relief money can, can um, have. And so we saw then on the, on the back of the drought, there's all sorts of things that we've had a pretty turbulent last five to 10 years um, with across Australia with you know, bushfires and floods and, and all sorts of other sort of disasters. And then obviously COVID hit. Um, and, yes, there's just been lots of different other ways where we've seen the card really make a big difference outside of just normal gifting. Um, and for us it's been really re um, rewarding because although it's great to have that um, gift option there and, and support local businesses, to really see the cards have an impact from a relief and recovery point of view um, is, yeah, it's definitely been um, something really enjoyable to watch how it has can, can have that really positive impact on a community. Fantastic. Really brilliant for local communities to support each other. I, I absolutely love it. How and to whom do you promote to? I mean, yeah, I know so, you're right across the country now. Yeah, sure. So I guess we've got a couple of different layers in terms of how we operate. So, um, and we, we changed our model a little bit from the early days as well. We, we used to deal direct with um, businesses. Now we found it was much better to operate at a macro level. So, as a starting point for Wiley Town, we market to local councils and local chambers of commerce. They're possibly our two main um, clients, I guess, at our end. So we will sell the program to a particular council or a chamber of commerce, and they will then open that up to um, their, their businesses in, the, in their community. So if it's a chamber of commerce, they might then open it up to all their chamber members, um, a really good way to actually drive chamber membership as well, we've found. Um, where council is a little bit different. A lot of times if a council takes our program on, they'll open it up to all, all uh, local businesses in that, that actual shire. Um, so that's who we mainly deal with on a, on, on, a, on a daily basis. But then 
obviously once we've got a council or a chamber on board, then our focus shifts on to getting those local businesses on board, um, which is pretty much a diverse range now. When early days, it was when it was more mainly gifting, you have mainly your retail type of um, stores were a part of it. But as our programs evolved, as I've said before, um, the, the cards have been used in so many different ways that there's pretty much no business which that can't be a part of. We've got lots of services um, that are involved. Um, we've got schools and retirement homes. We've got all sorts of different um, um, weird and wonderful businesses that um, can actually benefit from the program. Um, so pretty much is that. And then after that, it's, it's then to the people who actually purchase the cards. So it's just general consumers and it's a pretty sort of wide audience then um, because everyone needs, is in the, in, the, in the market for gifts um, from a personal point of view. And then for us to really sort of drive, we, we sort of really focus on the what are the local clubs that want to be involved as well? What are the what are the big employers that want to be using the cards as well? Um, so again, we've got I guess several different layers of our marketing. I suppose is, is, is my my short, a long answer to a short question. <laughs> no, it's absolutely fantastic, and there are a lot of great ideas for our listeners because sometimes we can presume. Wow, that sounds so easy! You've just done so great, and you mm. wave your magic wand, and it all happens. But I know it would have taken a lot of hard yards to get this set up. How long did it actually take to get off the ground? And did you get immediate support from the community, uh, or has it really taken some time to build momentum? Yeah, look, it, we, we started back in two thousand and ten. Is when we first launched the program in Narrabri. Now, look at some of the figures. You know, now, and you sort of say, yeah, our, our first 12 months of the program operating in Narrabri, we crawled our way up to 20, 25 businesses that were participating. Um, and I think we did about $16,000 worth through the program um, in the first 12 months. Uh, these days, we, we get, you know, we, we'll get a single order worth $16,000 um, yeah. coming through our program. Um, and so it, it took a number of years. And even if I go back, uh, in in Narrabri, I said it was, it was a slow start. It took us, it was possibly about 12 months in the program that um, the local chamber in Gundawindi said, hey, well, we've seen what you're doing in Narrabri. Um, you know, could we do the same thing here? And that's the first time we sort of thought outside of just our own little community going, hang on, this actually could have a really good impact on so many other places. Um, and so really appreciative that the Gundawindi Chamber, who actually, I guess, gave this that idea to think, well, yeah, this could work. Um, and, but we had to, there's a lot of trial and error in those early days to find out what works, what's going to work when we're not actually in a community as well. Um, and so there were several years um, of actually developing the pro product in that way. And even if I look back to around about 2017, we were operating in, I think, 12 different uh, locations around Australia at that point. Um, and today we're in about 80 different, uh, well, we operate 80 programs, but some of those programs operate across two different LGAs. So it covers around about 250 postcodes. So it, it's really in the last five years, I guess, is where we've seen the real big growth. Um, but with like most businesses, it takes a long time to, I guess, establish yourself. Um, and one, to get it right, you've got to make a lot of mistakes along the way as well to sort of work out what's going to work. And particularly when I was saying before, we've got so many different different groups that we market to along the in the in the structure of our business you have to work out what okay what's going to work for a council here may not work for a chamber of commerce which may not then work for all the businesses that we're trying to service which also then might not work for the consumers who are going to buy the card so a lot of things that we had to figure out um, but i think we, we 
possibly hit that sort of sweet spot sort of five years ago and, and that's where it's really taken off. But in saying that, we're, we're constantly innovating with, with different sort of ways of you know, how can we make it better now is where we're at. And I think there's a, some really important messages there for people. You know, uh, we make mistakes and you learn from your mistakes. If you're afraid to make a mistake, you're never going to grow and it would never have taken off. So it sounds like your successes have come, like everybody, with a level of failure or a level of learning and probably some uh, patience required and tenacity to really keep going. And there would have been many times, I'm sure, that you thought, oh, is this all worth it or is it going to really take off? Yeah, I think that that's that's the nature of operating a small business full stop, I think. And you, you need to be pretty resilient in that point of view um, to, to realise that, yeah, every mistake is an opportunity to, to learn more. Um, and as I said, in the early days, we we had a we thought it'd be easier for we, we we dealt direct with businesses and we would find that one business would make might be benefiting ten thousand dollars a year out of the program and other might be benefiting ten dollars and you sort of have the, that sort of um, mismatch between those two businesses and that's what we thought um, actually well, it would be much better at a macro level because as long as there's money spent locally and it's obviously having an impact for everyone and little things like that which we we had programs that failed because of that model. Um, it's been great to see most of those programs many years later have come back then with more the council or chamber model and, and are doing well. So, again, you need to um, realise that there's going to be times where things aren't going to work and you're not going to sort of not understand it until you actually fully try it as well. So you've got to, got to be willing to fail a few times, I think. Yeah, 100%. Do you have any idea how many gift cards may have been purchased across your time? Yeah, sure. So we, we, we track everything and um, um, there's actually a, a – I do a bit of a, a race chart every now and then in showing what uh, – you know, the, the value of cards um, sold in each of our programs. Uh, I've got a background in market research. I was a market researcher for 15 years. So I love jumping in the data. So we've, we've got the stats on everything basically. So we, we've done around about 250,000 cards um, so far over the last 10 years. Um, and that's to the value of close to $18 million now. Um, and most of that has also just come in the last couple of years. So uh, as I said, that that first year was around about that $16,000. It possibly would have only been a couple of hundred cards um, and a lot of hard work to get those first couple of hundred sold. Um, and it, it was a number of years until we even hit that first million-dollar mark. But, but now I think the last 12 months we did about $5.5 million through the program. Um, which is great because that's $5.5 million that has actually been spent in local businesses. We don't get a percentage of that, unfortunately. But, um, but yeah, that, that's all money that is actually going into the local businesses, which obviously was the whole point of our, our model. Yeah, and I, the two words you mentioned that resonate are hard work, and, and it does take hard work. If you want to mm. be successful, most of us have to put in the hard work. Some are lucky enough, and I keep saying to my wife, uh, the cross lotto is our, uh, you know, our retirement fund, but it hasn't come through yet. So <laughs> still working. Um, but it sounds like you love what you do. Can you make a difference? And that's really important as well to have a purpose, positive purpose that you aim. Oh, definitely. And I said, particularly in those these last few years when we've really seen the impact it has on communities, and um, when we've got, uh, yeah, we've had a few organisations um, who. Donated uh, funds to particularly during that drought period, and you've got you know funds up to yeah, eighty thousand dollars in one sort of order going out. Right. 
and just then seeing the impact that has. And, and you know, we, we get the conversations with end consumers when they're out for different things and we've had lots of letters from different people for showing their appreciation of, of how it's worked for their businesses as well. So those things make it definitely worthwhile for that hard work as well. When you're actually seeing it, I think having some sort of uh, positive info, impact on the world is, is makes it a lot a lot better. It's not just about making money. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's more about if you can actually make a difference in those communities, then I think it's, you know, it, it does help sort of turn the computer on each day. Yeah, and wonderful, as you said, to uh, for all that money to be spent locally rather than going out of the country. Yep. And most of those would have been small businesses that have been impacted, as you say, over the last number of years for various reasons. Would absolutely appreciate every dollar spent in the local community. How can people buy a gift card? You know, I guess you would have done a lot of work on your website building that to uh, to be user friendly. And uh, how do you ensure that the money is spent locally? Yeah, sure. So in terms of uh, purchasing them, um, we've basically set up. Um, some local places in town as well where people can actually go in and physically buy the cards over the counter. Um, and, again, that all operates at the moment through the FPOS terminal. Um, now, we, we've had a few issues with that in the last couple of years, which sort of, I guess, has held us back a bit in terms of what FPOS will allow and won't allow. And, and part of, you know, there's part of us even picking up the Innovation Award earlier in the years, some of the work we've done around that to say, well, if, okay, well, we can't, load a card or um, sell a card this way what what can we how how are what other way can we do it i guess and so we had to develop our own platform that would allow us to do that in stores and try and still maintain that what has been so successful over a number of years that that's our approach but we're seeing a lot more um purchases being done through our website now a lot more people uh, buying online um, a lot of the bigger organizations we have it all set up through our website where they can contact us and uh if they want uh, you know, a, a thousand cards going out for all their employees. We can do it all at our end. Um, and we possibly prefer that sort of approach so we can take um, the onus off the, the local businesses of doing a lot of the, the heavy lifting. Um, but we do have a couple of places set up in each in each, in each town where you can actually purchase the cards locally. And with our back-end system basically locks all those terminals down to make sure that they're only spent in a particular um, particular place, we manage that um, basically on a daily basis. We see, we can see where cards have been attempted to be used, uh, and we can basically say yes, we want it to be work in this terminal, um, and it's not part of if it's not part of this group of terminals, then the card won't work on them. So as I said before, you can't even though we, we operate say in, in Narrabri and Moree, um, you can't take that Narrabri card to Moree and use it, even though we've got two different programs that they're completely separate so we're basically locking down each set of terminals to each set of cards um and that makes it that way that you know, we're ensuring that that money can only actually be spent you can't um in in those places you can't go to the atm atm and take money off the card and do things like that so it's, it's a really good way for us ensuring once that money is loaded on the card it's going to filter back into those local businesses fantastic on your website does it showcase what businesses uh, part of the program in their area? Yeah, that's right. So we've got, and we're doing a lot of work around our website at the moment because we're, I guess one of the things we've found is when you, when you grow, obviously things have to change a bit as well. And back in the early days of, of having only a handful of programs, um, it, was, it was quite easy to display all the different businesses. Um, now, as I said before, with 6,000-odd businesses, um, to 
and some some of our programs have you know over 300 businesses that are involved in the program so we're doing a lot of work at the moment actually to to make it a lot easier for that user experience because once you've got a card you, you do want to know where okay well it's, it's it's got no value unless you actually know where you can spend it so okay. um in in some communities where there's only a handful of places where you can use it really easy to jump on a website and see the list Others where it's you know three hundred odd, odd places, you need to sort of scroll around. So we're doing a lot of work at the moment through on our website to ensure it's just really simple for people to know. Yep, uh, this is where I can use it. Um, but also we do a lot of work with the councils and chambers that we work with to say, well, what's your branding look like in store? Because we're dealing with locals in local markets. Um, so having you know your, your window stickers and posters and other flags and all different things. If you walk down. Um, you know, one of the main streets in one of these communities, you should be able to see, okay, this is where I can spend the card. Um, and and my, in most of our more successful programs, they've pretty much got most businesses involved in the program. So it is, becomes more like a local currency, um, and which when it is like that, then it definitely opens the doors for, for lots of different things. Um, and we definitely saw that from a relief point of view. Um, outside organisations wanting to inject money, uh, we had... Uh, several different markets where you know, every person in town received a $20 gift card. Um, you know, we did so, similar up like in Glen Innes, I think it was on the back of bushfire recovery. Um, and it's just a good way to say, well, yeah, let's let's get people out there spending money and, and yeah, open it up to all the businesses in town to actually get the benefit from it. You must have a, a good web developer to uh, help you grow the website. <laughs> yeah, well, look, up to this point, um, We've, we've done it all internally yeah. and, and this is where I think it's one of the things I've learned have the last 10 years is you need to know when the point is to to outsource different things as well um, and and just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it uh, which I which I possibly struggle with the most um, so we've got yeah we've actually um, outsourced it for the first time now and and you definitely see the difference. Um, what we're actually going to launch in the next couple of weeks um, is, is, yeah, you get someone who really knows what they're doing. And to once you get to a point where you, you know, as we're operating off across so many different markets, you need to have something which really functions for that. Um, and so, yeah, it, it definitely pays off to to have the right people doing the right right jobs, and it frees your own time up to to focus on the things that you're good at as well. So, um, we're looking really forward to to the new website coming out very soon because I said it's 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 definitely outgrown. Um, I guess what we're, our bit, the, the business is outgrown our website, and hence why we're obviously investing a lot into it at the moment. Good advice. What to outsource when, and mm-hmm. a lot of it will come down to uh, finances as well. Can we afford to do that, or can yep. you afford not to? I guess is, that's right. Is the other question at some point in time? There would be quite a lot of updating, I imagine regularly with all of the businesses that come yeah, on definitely. board. And, and that, that also just comes down to um, what systems you have in place too. And, and we've changed again quite a bit over the last sort of 10 to 15 years in terms of what systems we have to operate because when you are only um, dealing with a small group of people, then you can do things a lot more manually. Um, as you grow, um, you, you can't be updating six thousand details of 6,000 businesses um, sort of in a manual process. So we, we've put a lot of time and effort into making sure that what we have in our back end uh, talks to every other part of the system. So you can make one change as a, as a new business comes into our, our program. Um, that then sort of triggers a several different other things across different systems. Um, and that makes it more sustainable for us. It makes it easy for us to grow. Um, you know, our uh, plans aren't just to stay 
on 80 programs. Uh, we're constantly sort of growing that. Um, and so we've got to have the systems in place to enable you to do it as well. Yeah, well, uh, and it's not inexpensive to be adding all of those back-end That's right. scenarios as well. Well, as mentioned earlier, you won the Business Innovation Award last year in the Community Achievement Awards for New South Wales and the ACT, which is an outstanding achievement. It must have been an honour to have been initially selected as a finalist in the awards. Oh, definitely. I think a lot of times, um, you know, and because we operate across uh, many different places, uh, you can be feel a little bit isolated, I guess, at times as well, because we're 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 not as a if when you're actually got a shop front as such, and you're dealing with your customers face to face every day. I guess you're getting that feedback a little bit more direct. Um, our business is a little bit different in that way, um, and we've got all our all our workforce basically work from home offices, um, and we're all spread up across different places as well. Um, so when you're actually get that sort of acknowledgement, it's, it's, it's good. You don't go into to business to, to get awards, um, but it, it does, as I said, it, it does make it a little bit more rewarding when you um, know that someone is acknowledging that the work you're doing. Um, and particularly for us, innovation has been something which we've pride ourselves on since day one. Um, and as I said before, not, not always getting it right, but we'd say we were always striving for it. I'm going, okay, we're constantly thinking, oh, how can we make this process easier for the council, how can we make it easy for the business, the people buying the cards, um, the organiser, bigger organisations buying cards as well. So um, to be acknowledged in the innovation space is something which we really always pride ourselves on. Fantastic. And as you know, unfortunately, the 2021 awards were held online <laughs> due to COVID, but it must have still been a real thrill to have been announced as the winner. Yeah, definitely. And uh, look, it was disappointing that we couldn't do it um, all face-to-face. And again, particularly with our team, all being based at different times. I guess we see opportunities like this as a great way to, to grab a table together and, and have, have a night out. And, um, um, and look, it, it, it is what it is. It has, I think we've gotten used to it over the last couple of years well, during that period of time um, and not doing the face-to-face. But it was still uh, good to, I think I had a glass of red here in front of my computer and, and, and still sort of enjoyed the night that way. Um, but, yeah, it, it's a different way of doing awards i think and i think um everyone is looking forward more to better do more of these things face to face yeah 100 percent. well we're also very grateful of course to uh our major partners prime seven new south wales government transgrid and rico for making the awards possible and to be able to recognize uh, people like yourself businesses like why leave town uh, making such a contribution in the community. And it is really important to give that validation. As you say, it's not about the recognition, but it's about the acknowledgement and people really mm. appreciate what you're doing and to know that a huge judging panel that goes across a, a breadth of four weeks of judging to acknowledge you as the overall winner is mm for your award is pretty impressive. Has the awards, uh, winning the award, made a difference for Why Leave Town? Well, I think not in, in going back a step, not in just um, winning it, but being nominated is possibly, um, was, for lack of a better word, was good enough for us in the way that what we, the, the thing that we, I guess, where we see the greatest benefit from anything like this is that exposure in the wider market. Um, so, and even, you know, looking at, um, at all the, the, the finalists and, you know, it, it brought the awareness of those businesses to my eyes as well. And you, just that alone and just being acknowledged at that level 
regardless if you if you take home the, the top prize or not. It's again always great to do it, but um, for us, just the exposure we got through the whole process was really beneficial and, and the way we promoted through um, obviously the, the social media and on the night as well. Um, and there's obviously for our business where we, we are looking to engage councils and chambers of commerce in particular, um, a lot of those organisations obviously involved with the awards and watching um, the, the finalists and watching online um, beforehand, um, that really sort of helped um, get our brand out there a, little, a, a lot more. Um, and obviously, yeah, by winning, it pushes that a little bit further. Um, but I think that was possibly the biggest benefit from us is just to, you know, the, the more people um, who know about our brand across Australia, and we've got a, a pretty wide net with that, the better. And so anything like our awards are always a great way to um, let people know about us. Fantastic. And to be able to attend the event, even though we couldn't last year, to hear the stories is really inspiring and a great networking opportunity, as you, as you uh, said. But also to get all your team together, it's a great way to be able to do that too. And the uh, 2022 program, judging is currently underway for this year across the country. And we wish all of our nominees in this year's program the very best of luck. And we're very thankful for the contribution that you will make to your community just like why leave town. And if anybody would like to attend their state's award presentation dinner, information is available online at awardsaustralia.com right now. So please come along as well if you would like to see and hear the stories of amazing people like Ash and his team at Why Leave Town. And the Young Achiever Awards are currently open for nomination, our other program, and we're seeking young people under 30. Do you qualify? I only just I only just missed out by about a dozen years, but... <laughs> well, never mind, mate. Uh, you're doing great stuff. And we're looking for, we are looking for high achievers and community contributors in various fields of endeavour for the Young Achiever Awards, and you can go to awardsaustralia.com for that. If any of our listeners would like to nominate someone or hear more uh, about sponsorship opportunities as well, drop me an email at jeff, G-E-O-F-F, at awardsaustralia.com or check out the Awards Australia website, as I mentioned. And a big shout-out to our latest awards member to sign on. That's Nicole Graham at Emergency ID Australia. If you'd like to show your support and become an awards member, it only costs $50 a year or less than a dollar a week, and your $50 will go directly towards prize grants for our awards winners and their work in the community. So what's next for Why Leave Town, Ash? Yeah, no, so we've got, um, again, it's it's always um, innovate, innovate, innovate for us at Why Leave Town. So We've got several things, uh, I guess, brewing at the moment um, to, to really, um, one, continue what we're doing and build upon what our current platform does. Um, as I said, we're, we're up 80 programs across Australia at the moment. Like We've always had a goal of 250, um, and that's what we're, we're continuing to work towards. Um, and so I think we've got a few things we've got sort of uh, uh, in, in our development sort of uh, scope at the moment um, will, will help us uh, you know, step towards that. Um, there's obviously lots of things that we've been sort of found uh, throughout 
uh, you know, those COVID years that were important too, things like uh, being able to use the our cards online and how we can actually get a bit more in the, in the digital space as well um, outside of just physical cards. So we've got several things happening at the moment um, along that line. And, um, yeah, just looking forward to just continuing to, to find ways that we can help uh, these local communities. And uh, we we talk a lot about the, I guess, the near on $18 million that we've injected into local communities so far, but it's more, it's all about in, um, in, uh, basically creating that multiplier effect. So any anything spent locally, I mean, we often say $100 spent locally has an $180 impact on, on the, the local economy because you, you spend it in one store and that store then has more money than they can spend in other places and you lose a little bit as it circulates around, but it usually has that impact. So um, that's what we're always about, trying to increase that that number um, because it obviously has that, that bigger flow-on effect on, on, on communities and we've really seen it have, um, uh, well, it's, it's really been needed the last uh, five or ten years as well. Um, it's always needed, but, yeah, I think in particular in recent times we've seen uh, lots of communities suffer for various reasons. And so we're just going to continue um, trying to so push that as much as possible and get it into one growing across more programs. We're all trying to also just trying to grow out where we're at the moment. Just you know, how can we make it work better for those communities? How can we get more people thinking shopping locally? Um, and this is our cards. We always say are more about conversation starters as well, not just about that that money. Because uh, every time someone pulls it out, it's an opportunity for obviously the the people who are operating the store or the consumers themselves to actually start that conversation as to you know why should we be shopping locally. Uh, why should we be supporting those around us? Um, so yeah, that, that's that's it for us. Is just to continue doing that. Yeah, and I guess people are purchasing the gift card, finding somewhere local to shop instead of thinking more globally. Mm. Uh, they're quite likely to then become a regular customer, uh, which or a consumer at that store or with that oh, product. Oh, definitely, I think people often um, it's it's so easiest to jump online. And to, to make purchases and obviously and to do your shopping trips outside of town as well. Uh, but most of the time, I think if, if you start to look around, you actually find that most things you need, you can actually source locally. And some things, you know, which you might think, oh, there's no way in the world I could be able to get that locally. Um, there might be someone who's got a, a nice little niche operation that can can cover that for you. Uh, and we've found we've got lots of stories of that happening and, and really we promote um, well before, obviously, COVID, we we're promoting for people, local businesses to be online because I think if people people want to shop with local suppliers and if they jump online, they see someone who's local, they'll, they'll still purchase online from those people. Um, so I think all that's really important and, you know, the more we can actually just continue that conversation, it's not, I guess we even try and think that it's what we do is not a promotion. Um, and we, we used to be Wiley Town Promotions, but we've seen them drop that off from our name, but it's, it's supposed to be an, an ongoing um, an ongoing sort of program which is aimed at um, long-term change. You can't sort of change things overnight. You need to have that long-term uh, view on things. Um, and, look, gift cards one part of the solution, but we always encourage for people to find lots of different tools to, to keep that conversation going and to anything which is going to help people think locally, then I think it's going to be a benefit to communities. Yeah, well said. Do you have any words of wisdom and an encouragement for our listeners uh, who want to be more innovative in their business or community? And is there anything else about Wileyb Town that you'd like to add? Yeah, I think the main thing, and we've, we've possibly covered a lot already, but it is just, it's, it's about willing to make mistakes, I think, and, and understanding what 
um, you know, who you're trying to, to actually target, what problem you're trying to solve for them, um, and then be willing to, to make mistakes in pursuing that. I think it, there's lots of good ideas get left on the shelf uh, through fear of, of failure, um, and we've definitely... We've failed a lot, so we 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 know we've we've tried lots of things. I'm I'm a uh, forever an optimist, and so I'm always sort of willing to to give things a crack. And and I think from that you, you definitely find out what doesn't work. Uh, but in that same process, you find out what does work. And um, uh, yeah, I think it, it's it's all a journey for for all small businesses to to do that. Um, and I think yeah, don't be left. You know, left die wondering that oh, this this could have worked or I could have done this. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah, just just have a crack at it and um, um, hopefully you, you'll learn from it. And even if it's a, a massive failure, then it's a it's a massive learning uh, process as well. So um, that's possibly the main thing I think. Yeah, well said. A very uh, well known marketer, Paul McCarthy. His philosophy is ready, fire, aim. You know, often we leave just keep planning, planning, planning to perfect things uh, and the opportunity's gone. Exactly, yep. Sure, you need some planning, you need to have an idea, you need to have your purpose uh, and your market, but at the same time, don't leave it forever because forever may never come. So ready, fire, aim is really good advice and everything you've said, Ash, has been really great advice for our listeners. So I hope people have gained a lot out of it. Uh, from today where can people connect with you do you have social media is your website what is your website how people how can people find out about their local markets and where can they buy gift cards yeah sure so uh yeah wildleaftown.com is the best place to to find us and then there's lots of information there about how you can connect with us how and we've got all the obviously the standard social media as well and you can um, find links that all through our website uh, but I guess there's, there's a, a couple of different groups of people that come to our website, I guess. There's one, if you're in a market where our cards don't currently exist and you're interested in that, then you obviously can find information. You can get information booklets and we um, can send a whole heap of different things out to you um, if you just by linking up on our website. Uh, we've got lots of uh, great testimonials and uh, we've done uh, surveys with our current programs as to what they think works and what didn't work. So you get, you get a really good sense as to how it could work for your community, if you're into that, um, if you're if you're a business in a in a town where we do currently operate, again, just jump on our website and you can register to be part of the program, or you can actually find out the steps to, to do that. Um, and if you want to purchase um, cards as well, uh, you can jump on our on our site um, and, and do all that. And so it might be if you if you've got a relative in a particular town where we operate, and you want to send them a birthday gift. Easy way to do that. We also have set up um, a few years ago basically a donations. Part of there, we had just sort of lots of people contacting us during things like drought, uh, where people would say, "Oh, look, I see you operate in this particular town. Can I just um, donate a couple of cards?" We're not a charity organisation, but what we we had so many people doing that through our online purchasing anyway that we set up a place on the site where people could actually donate a card, and we just connect up with local charities in those in those towns, and we can then send them um, a handful of cards which they can then distribute. Um, you know, in those communities as well. Um, so there's lots of different ways in which you can, I guess, um, purchase or give. Um, and it's all about trying to just help those local businesses. But, yeah, definitely wildleaftown.com. Um, we'll find out they're all there. And we've even got a part there where there's just a bunch of random 
um, stuff in terms of how do you encourage people to shop local. Um, I wrote a book about it um, several years ago as well, um, just because from our experience of, of, of you know, talking to different communities. Uh, so we've got several uh, different uh, bits of content on our website outside of just gift cards. As I said, gift cards is only just the one thing that we sort of focus mainly on, but there's so much more in that shop local space. And um, so if, you, if you're interested in anything in terms of how to get more people shopping locally, then, yeah, that's a good starting point. And hopefully we can direct you in the right, right direction from that as well. Absolutely brilliant. Such a wonderful concept. Ash, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. What a fabulous idea you've created that makes such a difference in the community. And I really encourage all of our listeners, everybody to get on board, check it out, wileavetown.com. There's something in it for everyone and it can make a difference to your local communities. Thanks so much for sharing some of your story with us. Uh, I really appreciate your time today. Excellent. Thanks, Jeff, and I appreciate Always sort of happy to chat shop local. And also just thanks to um, Awards Australia as well. Obviously, it was uh, great to be part of the awards last year. Um, lots of great sponsors. Um, not only your sponsors, but we, we've even chatted to several of the sponsors past that um, as to um, how we could um, or how they could help us as well. Um, so, again, just a great way of, of building a community through obviously awards as well. So um, thanks for all your support. Absolute pleasure. I'm glad you connected with our sponsor partners and um, and hopefully some of the other finalists as well. Such a great opportunity. And Wileave Town is amazing. So thanks, mate. Until next week, everyone, please be kind and remember together we make a difference. Thanks, mate. That was really awesome. good. No, thank oh, you. I said, really, really appreciate it. Yeah, apologies. I was looking a bit weird. I um, started to get a migraine. Oh, about, sorry. Uh, yeah, two thirds of the way through. Mm. So I'm trying to see through these lights in my eyes and read my questions. And I often have that effect on most people. So, <laughs> you know, not first. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, sorry about that. No, all good. All good. But no, it was really good. And Annette will let you know when it's going to... Uh, yeah, great. Just let us yeah. know and I'll, I'll get our marketing manager under as well to, to obviously push it through all our channels as well. It'll be in um, just over four weeks. Yep. Uh, it'll be episode number 101. Excellent. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, right. Ash. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye, mate. I hope you enjoyed today's interview as much as I have. We would love you to subscribe to our podcast so that you won't miss an episode. Join us each week as we talk with ordinary Australians achieving extraordinary things. Did you know that Awards Australia is a family-owned business that proudly makes a difference in the lives of those that make a difference for others? And we thank our corporate and not-for-profit partners for making our award programs possible. Do you know someone that's making a difference? or maybe your business might like to sponsor an award, contact us through our Instagram page, inspirational.australians, or head to our website, awardsaustralia.com. It would be great if you could share this episode with your network, because who doesn't like a good news story? And please rate and review us. We would really love to hear your thoughts. Until next week, stay safe, and remember, together we make a difference.